and we went live the minute I decided to take a sip of my coffee. Great. Perfect. Good timing. Good timing. Um, hey, have you seen Mad Max yet? No, have you? Yeah, I went yesterday. Oh, damn it. Okay, I do want to see it so bad, so. Yeah, like, I hadn't heard, um, buzz for some media this, like, universal since, like, Daredevil Mm -hmm. that first premiered, but yeah, no, I was super excited to it, to go see it. Um, I quite enjoyed it. Big surprise. Yeah. So, Uh, it's quite good. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I won't say much about it because you're obviously going to go see it. Yes, uh, I don't want to spoil anything for anyone. Um, but yeah, no, that it's a fun, it's a fun, just ridiculous movie. There's crazy stuff. Um, I guess for people who have seen it, that guitar guy is ridiculous, and every time <laughs> he shows up, I had a smile on my face. I'll just say that for you. Okay, tease it a little bit. Have you seen any of the Mad Max movies? The the original ones? Uh, yes, I've seen one and one only okay. years ago. I haven't seen any of them. Okay. Um, I hear I fucked up this, for though, not seeing two this long. So I I have no idea. I I want to go back and watch those other ones. And like I went with my girlfriend, and even she was like, "Yeah, we should watch the the other ones because we both enjoyed this one quite a bit." Cool. Um, but just like the color they use in all the scenes and stuff, like it's so bright and vibrant it's it's really cool to see i'll say i'm gonna try and see if i can like point out my favorite scenes so when you're seeing them you can be like oh yeah this scene um i'll say in the storm is a really good scene that's early on okay and uh i'll say motorcycles uh throwing grenades was another really cool scene uh so all right. For anyone who's anyone listening uh, who's seen it already, they know what scenes I'm talking about. Now, when you go, you can be like, "Oh, Sean likes the scene." So there you go. Yeah, um, but yeah. Uh, I would recommend seeing Mad Max. It's a lot of fun. I've heard some great stuff about it. I'm 3D Homer in the chat. It's actually the guy that does uh, Burning Barrel podcast with me now every Monday night, and okay. he saw it and he can't stop raving about it. So like, it's piqued my interest from a few different people now. Even Nathan, I met up with Nathan at work one day actually that I had to do an extra shift for. He loved it. So Oh, okay. I didn't know he uh loved anything these days. Right? <laughs> that's so. that's why I'm really interested. <laughs> I'm super interested. That, that that's cool. Oh, I'm glad to hear he was into it too. Um I also actually the day before that, I went and saw Pitch Perfect 2. Did you see that? No. <laughs> No, no, I didn't. I might at yeah. some point, but my girlfriend and her friends wanted to see it because they're big fans of the first one, and I was just like, uh, "I like going to movies." Um, <laughs> I'll go to a movie. Sure, why not? Yeah, yeah. I'll, so in that, I feel like that movie is is like how I feel towards the Step Up movies, where I'm like, <laughs> sure. "Yeah, this storyline is just not interesting at all," but. The like the art that you're doing, whether it be singing or dancing, yeah, is nice. Like, sure. good for you. I can't do that, and you're you're doing a cool song or whatever. <clears throat> did, so that's kind of did the Bellas win? Uh, I'm not going to give you that spoiler. Uh, <laughs> so of course she did. Yeah, yeah. No, spo- no, <laughs> no, no spoilers, man. I'm no sure they spoilers did. Spoilers for the Bellas. They're feel good movies. Um, Anna Kendrick. I like. I'm a fan of Anna Kendrick. She has the same face in every scene, so that's good. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I don't like her very much at all. She, I okay. don't think she's a bad actress. She chooses good parts, too, actually. 
I just don't like something okay. about her. That's that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. I don't know. Um, as people probably realize, but John's not here. I don't know why. Do you know why he's not here? Yeah, he's uh, heading down to Atlanta. I think he's going to Momocon this weekend and to do some oh, okay. work stuff, recording. <laughs> With uh, Emil and them, I'm guessing. So I think he's not even going to be here next week, but don't quote me on that. I can't remember specifically. But yeah, he left yesterday. So Okay. All right. Yes, I knew he left yesterday, but I, he didn't mention that to me. Uh, <laughs> not a big deal. Uh, but he has done Momocom before. Uh, that yes. is a name I'm familiar with. Yeah. Um, well, I hope he's back next week. Oh, no, not next week. I hope he's back the week after that, because that'll be the last episode I'm on for a couple of weeks when yeah. I head to Europe. Yeah. Um, so hopefully we can try and get a three, a three for a three. But uh, yeah, so no, no third person this week. The the third host is just the love between the two of us. That's that, that's who's going to be helping us out today. Yes. Um, on the top down perspective of May twenty first, uh, twenty fifteen. That was pretty smooth. That was actually pretty good. So y- you're yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm pretty smooth just in general. <laughs> sure, sure. Um. And that's Sean Booker talking with Paul Fleck. <laughs> yes, hi. Um, so like, let's let's go into what we've been playing. I'll just say right. I'll just do me real first. Yes, I've been playing VLR. I'm not talking about that anymore. Um, you're done. You're done talking you're about done. it. I mean, like, I'm playing other stuff. I just can't talk about them yet. I, I guess I can say I'm playing Splatoon. I just can't say anything about it for another like week i think i think really it's like, yeah sometime sometime next week i think it's around the 26th the embargo lifts for any kind of review purposes so next podcast you will be able to divulge yeah 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 i should yeah i should be able to yes um actually you know what i, ca- I can say i was trying out is um i i was trying to play some of the online for splatoon yeah and uh i couldn't get a uh a, a game going like i kept dropping connection because I guess my wireless wasn't good enough, so I ordered a one of those USB adapters. Yeah, works perfect. Solved every single problem. It was ten bucks on Amazon. Really awesome. Yeah, it like so. If anyone's looking to go run a wired connection for the Wii U, I just searched like USB Wii U Ethernet adapter. The first one was like nine something. It was like three hundred reviews, four and a half stars. You just plug it in, go. There's even a wired option on the Wii U. It was it was so easy. I was I was I was amazed cool um so yeah uh but yeah like i said it's mainly just vlr because it's it's not ending and i just I want to finish it before i leave so i'm 23 hours into that game hopefully this week i can finish it but uh what have you what have you been playing um i haven't been playing very much new i so polaris for people that watch like youtube videos the network that john's part of actually now that i bring that up right they did uh some of their bigger names or whatever did a sponsored content thing for Guns of Icarus Online again, which they did, I think, last year or two years ago or something when the game actually came out. So they did another thing to promote that game, and it made me remember, yeah, that was some good times. So figured I'd jump on, send a few messages to people that had played it with me before, and we somehow formed an armada. We had three ships against another enemy three, and we were all in the same team speak, just like playing together and that was great playing with like everybody you know on one side of the force there is that like rare to do or something i'm sure it isn't 
but it was just okay. kind of a weird thing. The reason why it happened is because it went on sale as well. So for eight bucks, you would get four copies of the game. So okay. like one person would just buy that because that's the price of a discount game anyways, and then give three copies out to somebody. So sure. we got a bunch of people in, had a fun time with that. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know what that game is, it is basically like a first-person shooter, only you are four people on an airship trying to make it float and, like, survive. You're doing um, dogfighting in the air. Okay. So, yeah, you'll have, like, the engineer who's repairing stuff as you're taking hits or whatever. You have the pilot right. who's piloting, etc. So, cool. that's what that is. It is online only, so it's one of those ones that you play with random people. It's only death matches and stuff like that. But yeah, it's a good time. Um, other than that, Axiom Verge I went back into, and this is yeah. You got a good chunk of it played. A couple hours, like okay. The, uh, it's gonna be a slow burn one for me because Ori kind of burned me out on just like going hard into a Metroidvania. So now, okay. like, I'm just taking my time whenever I want to play it. I'm not feeling like I have to finish it and see every secret and stuff. So okay. I played a good few hours of that while just hanging out one night, and that was really fun. The music in that game is absolutely fantastic, and some of the weapons and upgrades you get are pretty cool. And not really what I... Like, I was expecting to get a double jump or, like, something to get into these weird areas that look completely blocked off. It turns out, like, you get an item that's basically just, like, you push yourself through a wall. So okay. Like a dash or something? Not even, really. You just, like, go walk up to a wall, and then you, like, double tap towards the wall, and you just kind of, like, melt into it, and then on the other side or something. It was okay. really weird. Like Shadow Cat from the X-Men. Sure. You just, like, phase through it? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, That game still continues to be great, though. I do like the aesthetic a lot, and... That story seems like it might be convoluted, but I'm not sure. I'm going to wait to play through all of it, get the ending and stuff, and then maybe read, like, a Wikipedia article about it and see, like, everything that's going on or what people are thinking is going on and all that sort of stuff. Maybe it'll explain right. itself. I'm not sure. I was planning to play some of that this week, but every time I had free time, it was just VLR. Yes. I just, I just it's The mystery is just so rich. I need, I need to finish it. But, uh... I'm I'm wondering if I'm gonna feel kind of burnt out as well because like I did Ori in like two sittings. I was exactly. Just, like, to it. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. This doesn't have that effect on me at all. Ori okay. did. Like it takes a kind of special game. It has to do something really well to make me sit down and just beat it in a session or two nowadays. But sure. and this doesn't yeah, have that's it. That's rare for me. Yeah. Cool. Um. Other than that, we started our Dungeons and Dragons campaign. A few friends of mine and our. DM who lives in California, his name's Tony, but he goes by Zeta Shade on Twitch. I don't know if he's hanging out or not. But anyways, that game is super fun. I could see why people this were is, playing that in the 80s. This is a pen and paper. You create a character say, sheet. Yeah. You do roles and all that sort of so stuff. Not, so not, no, we're, not, we're not talking about like a video game version of it. This is like We're tabletop. not talking Neverwinter okay. Nights or like cool. whatever the hell <clears throat> those ones were called. This is like the tabletop so how, version. So what? how is your setup? In, how are you doing this over on the internet and stuff online? There's a site called Roll20, and it's basically like almost like um, if you've ever worked in an office or something where you have a conference that everybody can join like through the internet or whatever, and you can see one screen like a presentation or something that somebody's right, giving. Yeah, yeah. It's like that mm -hmm. basically, but like with 
that presentation area is a grid and the dungeon master can put down tiles and like different stuff and you can move your own characters and all that sort of stuff and there's a chat and there's like a role feature in there. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's how we're doing it with people. Is that free? It is free. You just have to that's make an great. account. That's all you have to do. Cool. Oh, and you have to know somebody who can teach you how to do it or spend time like learning it. But of course. Right. But you don't need to like purchase an account or anything like that or the game or whatever. Right. Exactly. You don't have to cool. do any of that. So, yeah, we've been we finally started our campaign. It was something that has been in the works for about three months now when we had originally had the idea and everything came together this last Sunday. We did our first thing. And I've been streaming them, which has been fun, because after that, I've been getting random people saying, like, this looks like fun. Could I join at some point and whatnot? And the answer to that is a blanket no, because we have our party set up. But message me at some point and maybe we can see. if Maybe, maybe like season two. Yeah. Or something. Well, we're thinking like one offs, like a single story scenario that you play for like four hours sort of thing for people oh, okay. to just get a taste you're not coming back like every few days we'll continue the campaign. No, so our main campaign is going to be every second Sunday. So okay. every 2 weeks we're going to do uh, they're about 4 to 5 hours, so it gives us some time to live life in between <laughs> basically. Sure. Yeah, that's a that's a big commitment like Yeah. 5 hours straight, yeah. Especially when you're considering we have one person in Kentucky, one person in Austin, Texas, a person in California, a person in Wisconsin now, me in Calgary, Alberta. Like we're all in different time zones. So. Right, right. And so I wasn't counting. How many of have you guys are playing? 4 or 5 it seemed like. There is 5 in the party right now because we had a friend of mine said like I wanted to know if I could join or whatever. I said, "Yeah, it's fine." He didn't want to bug us earlier, but I was like, no, you can come in. So we have five in the party and then the dungeon master. Cool. Okay. So if, if people want to join up on this, how, how do they reach out? Uh, you won't join up in this, but for like consideration of stuff in the future or whatnot, just tweet me, I guess. Cool. Even if you like just tweet the top down perspective, Twitter, like I read that too. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Yeah. What's the website again? What's that? What's the website again? Oh, I'm sorry. Using? It's Roll20, R-O-L-L-2-0. Okay, cool. For people out there. Great. Yep. Yeah, so um, that's all I've been playing. Great, let's go on to the news. Uh, this is probably going to be a shorter episode this week. There wasn't a lot of news. There's only two of us, but we do have a lot of questions, which is good. Yes. Um, just uh, announced today, need, the Need for Speed game uh, that's coming this year. We knew there was going to be one. Yes. Uh, it's going to be a reboot. Okay. Um, it, so picture this. Uh, it's in, Instead of a game about fast cars, <laughs> it's going to be a game about fast cars. Oh, okay. Yeah. You caught me off yep. guard because you said yep. instead of. <laughs> I'm just like, it's, it's like, how do you reboot a racing game? It's yeah. Just, um, you make it Burnout Paradise. The, some of the uh, uh, artwork that had been sh- showing up there, screenshots, was making it seem like it might have been something tied to uh, Need for Speed Underground, just with the color scheme and the cars you were driving. Okay. Um, but all we know so far is there's going to be a big reveal at E3. Uh, it's from Ghost Games, so the what is left of uh, Criterion. Yep. Um, it's coming to PC, Xbox One, PlayStation 4, 
And uh, there's going to be deep customization, authentic urban car culture, whatever that means, <laughs> uh, a nocturnal open world, so nighttime, great. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and an immersive narrative that pulls you through the game. Amazing. This is yeah, good news. So basically, like, we've had all this kind of stuff. This, yeah. So, yeah. Need for Speed, whatever it's going to be called, uh, but it's being rebooted. I don't... That's the silliest thing. Yeah. Um, in, as well as silly things I saw, uh, turns out uh, next week when Splatoon comes out in the States, if you buy it from uh, Target, you can get a free Target-exclusive Splatoon squirt gun, as in a water gun. That's great. Uh, for free, just with purchase of the game. You you better do it. <laughs> I'm I, Well, I mean, I already have a copy of it, so it I'm not going to do you it. You should do it. Oh, yeah, I guess you could just buy, like, a really good $60 water gun instead of the game and get a shitty little one. That's true. I could. Um, Although, I don't have a hose, and we're in a drought. (laughs) That's right! So, so there's no way I'm having a water gun fight right now. (laughs) Yeah, like, even if I started that, it's just everyone walking by. Oh, look at that asshole. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but anyways, yeah, if you're in the States thinking of uh, going to Splatoon, I haven't seen a better deal. So this is the most bang for your buck. Get that squirt gun. I I don't disagree. You should, like, if you don't have the game yet and you want a squirt gun, you I should mean, do like, it. I mean, like, why not? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, there's how much, think of all the other games you've purchased where you're like, I wish this had come with a squirt gun and how disappointed you were. Well, Target's got your back. Cool. Um, and last little bit of news is uh, in Japan, the 8 gigabyte Wii U, so the white one, is being discontinued. Okay. Um, which seems like, of course it was, I think it was becoming hard to find over here as well. Why would they ever release an 8 gig version? Like, Why would you, I was going to say, why? who bought the 8 gig one? Nobody. Who, who was honestly like, oh, I'm going to save 50 bucks uh, and get not an HDMI cable, not get, what was else, like a stand for your controller or whatever? Yeah. Um not get a game a game even and they started bringing out all those like bundles with like two games nintendo land plus something and stuff so and also i don't know about you but my wii u is constantly full um uh mine isn't but that's it it definitely can get there because i was doing a lot of digital download and now i've started going out and buying the discs because it will get to that point if i don't yeah, I usually mostly just do the downloads, and Bayonetta 2 took up so much space, I yes. had to delete that. Yes. Um, but uh, at least, uh, so it's technically not uh, discontinued in America yet. Okay. But in Japan, they are no longer going to be selling that, so I'm, assu- I'm assuming sooner, sooner or later that'll be the same thing sh- in America. It shouldn't have ever existed. Like, of yeah. course it's going out. I'd, I honestly, when I saw the, the news article and I saw the white Wii U, I was like, oh, right, there is a white one. Right. I don't know a single person... I've never seen a white Wii U like in real life. I've never even heard Always. anybody like over Twitter or something say that they got an eight gigabyte one. <laughs> yeah, I honestly don't know of the existence of someone purchasing that. Um, I would love to hear the argument of I couldn't, I like I just I couldn't spend fifty bucks more. Like save up for another like two weeks. Like you'll be so much happier if you were the guy um, that bought this version. Please write in at topdownperspective at gmail dot com. I would love to hear why. That's true. <laughs> Excellent addition. That is true. Um, 
But uh, speaking of which, that's going to end news and we'll go into questions. So once again, that email address was topdownrespective at gmail.com. Uh, we also take questions on Twitter. It's at TDP podcast. And there's the uh, <laughs> uh, the uh, the Facebook group. Facebook oh, yeah. Group. Facebook. Uh, search. <laughs> Holy I've been posting the episodes on there. Oh, cool. Saying. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so you can send in questions to there as well. Yeah. Um, I'll read this first one. It's from Joey. He writes in a few. First one. <clears throat> uh, recently, I started playing the 3D remaster of the Sega arcade game Fantasy Zone on my 3DS, which I found myself enjoying a lot, despite being absolute crap at it, even on the easiest mode. I was also surprised uh, to have not have heard of this game before seeing it in the eShop. Are there any classic games that you found you hadn't heard of or heard particularly nothing about until they were later re-released, updated or not, on a later platform? I, be- I Oh my god. There was definitely something that happened just like this year with that, and I can't remember what the hell it was now. There's a lot of remakes where I didn't play the original one, but I, it's not like I didn't know they existed. Um, sure. Because often the bigger games... Uh, often a lot of the games that are getting remade are of these like cult classics that they just want to bring up back. Sure. Grim Fandango, for example. But I'm trying to think if like, I didn't know about a game, it got remade and I was like, I guess I will check this out. Um, I guess maybe, uh, what was that? What was that one for the Xbox one that was like, just like put on hold or almost canceled the card battling one. It's not out. Hmm. You know what I'm talking about? I don't. An Xbox game originally. They announced it at E3 last year. Oh, what was it? I can't remember. Maybe the chat will tell me. Um, but I probably would have checked that out. Um, I didn't know they released like an HD remastered version of the Sly Cooper games until I saw it in a store one day. I didn't care enough to I, buy it, but I knew I I'd seen those. Yeah, for sure. Um. But again, like, yeah, I would have played that, um, yeah. you know, if I had time. But uh, I knew about the Sly Cooper games, obviously. I'm trying to think. I can't really think of anything I didn't know about that was remade. Unless it was just something, like, super obscure. But in that case, I probably wasn't quite pl- really playing it. Sure. It wasn't on my radar at all. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I, I can't think of one at the moment. Yeah. Uh, second question, though. Uh, not video game related, but have any of you seen the latest Simpsons couch gag featuring Rick and Morty from Rick and Morty? Or do any of you watch Rick and Morty? It's a show about a guy named Rick and a guy named Morty. I've heard I should watch that show. I've never seen anything about it, but I've heard that I would like it, apparently. This was the first time I had heard of this. I looked up the couch gag and watched it, and it was humorous. Hmm. Um, Okay. But yeah, I have no idea what this show is, so no. Okay. And last one from Joey. Are there any mini games within larger games that you would like to see spun off into their own games, a la Captain Toad or the mini games from Kirby Triple Deluxe? If not the actual mini games themselves, then at least concepts for mini games that you'd like enough and you want to see used in their own solo game. Huh. Um, immediately, I was thinking of uh, some Rhythm Heaven games that yeah. I really liked specifically. However, I couldn't see a lot of those being their own game because they're just like one button games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there are a few Rhythm Heaven ones where it's like, I will go and play that one specifically a few times or I will turn Rhythm Heaven on just to play that a couple, that one a few times. Um, I'm trying to think of what had some I good see- mini games. 
I could I could see Game and Wario. However, those games I wouldn't exactly say they're mini anymore since they're they're a bit bigger than the usual. They're much bigger than the usual uh, WarioWare micro games. Mm-hmm. Um, but I could see you could push some of them even further, uh, like the one where the mum is coming into the room and that got its own stage in Smash Bros. Uh, that would have been cool. Hmm. Uh, Junkie in the chat is saying the sex mini game from God of War should be a solo game. <laughs> All right, thank you for that. <laughs> I'm so glad Junkie's back. Um. Oh, here's on Spartacus uh, golf in GTA Five. Yeah, how come there aren't any golf games? They should look into that because they don't sell. I think. <laughs> I'm j- no, I'm totally kidding. Yeah. Um, Hot shots. I'm, I'm trying to think any other games where there was mini games in it. I liked. Kind of just a little side note. Remember in Project Gotham Racing when Geometry Wars was just in there? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That was awesome. That was so great. Yeah, that was good. That was I like like I like that way more than Project Gotham Racing. Um. I'm just trying to think of games that have mini games in them. I've been playing recently. Like it's annoying because I feel there's something. I'm just. Trying to remember what, like in those games where you go up to like an arcade machine and you can actually use the arcade machine in the game and like play a little game or something. Like one that's coming to mind is like, didn't Smash Bros have with like the street passing some kind of uh, um, like mini game mode? I played it so randomly because I I did not enjoy it, but. I, that's an example of one I would not want to see split off. The fly swatting game in Mario Paint is a great, <laughs> great call. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. All right. Next question. Do you want to take this one? Yes. Henry writes in with uh, two questions. First one, do you guys find it hard to get excited over Kickstarters after the disaster that was Broken Age and all the things co- and and all of the things Comcept are cutting from Mighty Number no. Nine, not to mention all the other hundreds of failed concepts. I sure find it hard to get excited. I don't get excited about anything because it makes me enjoy them when they come out more. I wouldn't say Broken Age was a disaster. Like it did get pushed back quite a, a bit. Um, I was going to ask I'm, if you like. What's he referring to? I don't keep up with Broken Age stuff. It, mainly just when it was. When they finally finished it, they had to broke it in half. They had to break it in half because mm. it was taking so long. And then Act Two, like Act One, came out. I want to say like February of last year, and then this one took another year plus to get Act Two out. Um, and it just kept getting pushed back over and over. Um, so I guess just kind of that. Um, I guess I don't find it hard to get excited over Kickstarters. I don't back a lot of Kickstarters, so they're not really on my radar. The ones that kind of pop up for me are usually ones that get so much like attention right away that they get funded immediately. Yes. And then it's like, well, it's going to come out, and oh, it is interesting. Well, I guess I'm going to be playing it. Um, yeah. Yeah, I guess if I if I watched Kickstarters a bit more closely, uh, then I might have a stronger opinion. But for the most part, I haven't really been burned that much. Like, I believe FTL was a Kickstarter game, right? I love FTL. Wasn't Shovel Knight also Kickstarted? Yeah, but, like, yeah. I'm with you. I've actually never Kickstarted, like, back to Kickstarter, ever. 
I've I've backed a couple uh, card games, but I haven't backed any video games. Okay. Uh, no no specific reason why. Um, just haven't gotten just haven't really done it. Um, but you know I'm looking forward to Amplitude. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I would say uh, I don't really find it hard to get excited. Um, sure. There's always other games out there, so I guess I don't really get too bummed out when a lot of games go bad, like. Because there's always going to be something else. The only time I would, I guess, be bummed out is if it was a game I was super looking forward to, but I haven't come across that with Kickstarter yet. Sure. Okay, his second question. Can you recommend me any YouTubers that do in-depth game critique slash analysis, something along the lines of Satchbag or Super Bunny Hop? Uh, No, maybe you can. Um, you follow that a bit more. I mean, for PC gaming, Total Biscuit is like the guy basically for that stuff to the point where for bigger games and stuff, he will spend 20 minutes just like looking up the different stuff you can do in the menus and seeing how that affects like your graphic card performance and all that shit. So, okay, for PC gaming, him, um, if you just want somebody to like talk a lot about stuff they love. But, like, the whole episode will basically be about one subject. I really like uh, Happy Console Gamer. I think that's his name. Their name? I have no idea. Johnny Millennium and Robman. Uh, Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Happy Console Gamer. HCG Show on Twitter. But it's just Happy Console Gamer on YouTube. Those guys are great. And their enthusiasm is infectious. So... If they did an episode on something you like, that'll probably be good for you. Super Bunny Hop's a good one you already know. Uh, I mean, if you wanted specific people for specific games, best choice is to look up the game you want like an analysis on and then click the one with like the highest views that doesn't say review or let's play in it. Or like, no, sorry, says review, not let's play in it. That's probably my best answer for that. I guess the closest thing I could say is like, uh, cause I, cause I listen to more game podcasts as opposed to YouTube stuff. Yeah. But, uh, Patrick Klepik now does a lot of stuff on YouTube. Um, so you, if he's a game journalist, I quite enjoy following. So there would be one recommendation. Cool. All right. Uh, the great B man writes with the recent success stories on Kickstarter involving ukulele and bloodstained ritual of the night. I feel that the, uh, yeah, I feel that the games I've been waiting to play again are finally coming back. How about you? Are there any other genres or subgenres, if you will, you'd like to see revived this way? Old school survival horror. Yet you want that to come back? Like weird item management and weird like things that they're trying so to re- do. So you were sad about Silent Hills then? Honestly, yeah. I was actually yeah. pretty bummed. <laughs> um I'm trying to think of a genre that I that just isn't around much anymore that I would that I'd be excited for. Mm-hmm. Um immediately I thought like I I was about to say Viva Pinata, but we have simulators of everything, and I feel like farming simulator is almost kind of mm. <laughs> the evolution of that. Yeah. Um and they're still making Harvest Moon if I really wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um I would love a new Viva Pinata though. Um Yeah, 
Yeah, I can't think of many genres that have just like completely gone away. Like, you, yeah, you can usually find them in weird areas, and there's so many indie games now that are just kind of picking up the slack everywhere. Um, but I guess yeah, I am excited for Ukulele and Bloodstained. You know, I played a lot of uh, platformers when I was younger. Um, sure. And after Ori, and you know, I, I do like a Metroidvania quite a bit. Yep. Symphony of the Night was great. Um. Anything coming to mind? I'm just blanking completely. Uh, he also says, also, uh, what do you think caused the sudden influx of Kickstarter successes? Uh, when the idea of Kickstarter f- uh, for games first launched, we saw lots of people getting really excited with things like Mighty Number no. 9 uh, and Broken Age, uh, then known as Double Fine Adventure. Uh, but then it sort of quieted down until now. What happened? Uh, was it just these big names or something more? I'm not saying there uh, haven't been success stories but before just nothing as big a deal as we saw this past month i'd like to hear your thoughts on the matter yeah i, I mean i i kind of go he he does say he's not saying there haven't been success stories before but i want to say kickstarter has been pretty big for a while like amplitude was a pretty huge one that was getting a lot of uh press mm-hmm. um i feel like these last two uh were just uh kind of with his, his, with his last question um because they're concepts that were so popular at one point yeah as opposed to just something new um honestly like FTLs, it's, it's all people reliving nostalgia and like what's happening is people are seeing like the creators are seeing that there's place in the market again for what they used to do well or whatever and they can make that shit by themselves they don't need a publisher anymore because like the castlevania games people know so he's just going to do his own thing now. The Mega Man games, people know. So Mighty Number no. 9, like he's going to do his own thing now. So it's become very much more indie focus where people are willing to pay for like their nostalgia and stuff that's been proven that they like. And there's just been a resurgence of that stuff basically happening. Right. And I think that's been there the whole time. Yes. Um it's not just like picked up. And now. I feel like we we get we get kind of a big one every now and then. Like I mentioned yeah. Amplitude. Uh Shovel Knight got pretty yes, big it did. last year. Um and then yeah, we got the two this last month for sure. Um mm-hmm. none really are coming to mind. But then yeah, you do get quieter stuff like FTL, which isn't like a resurgence of anything. That's it's a pretty unique game itself. Yep. Um but I guess yeah, we it, it's a big it gets bigger noted when there's uh some like named talent behind it like you said for sure. Yeah. Okay, James writes in, "Have you ever run into a sequel to something where it fixes a problem the previous game had but fixes it twice? My example being in Professor Layton and the Last Spectre, they added in a fast travel system to get from place to place easier cuz that was kind of an issue with the previous one, but I found mystery Miss Tallery. Miss Tallery to be such an amazing place to travel through. I never felt the need to use it. How does that fix it twice? Uh, yeah, I was, I'm was. i a little confused about the first sentence. Mm. I think what he means is, but it kind of like makes it worse. Like they uh, fix his, what his, people bitched about, but they kind of like overlooked why. I think that's what he's asking. Okay. Yeah, the, the first sentence is a little confusing, but his example makes it seem that way. Um. So yeah, examples of games where uh, there was an issue, they patched it in some way or they addressed it in some way, mm-hmm. but it, it didn't quite solve the issue or it brought in its own issue. Um, I think the one he gave it is a good one. Uh, 
one thing I'll mention in his uh, answer is even though they add in the fast travel system, you don't have to use it. You can still walk, Mm -hmm. which I feel like that's the best of both worlds. If you are feeling like this added bonus is taking away from it, well, at least it doesn't have to be there. Um, I kind of mentioned this last week with VLR in which you're jumping around through different um, points in the story through the branching narrative. Yeah. And I, and I was getting confused of where it was and it's, and it's great that I can jump to these points because in 999 you had to keep restarting and then fast forwarding to the new section where it branches off in a different way. Sure. And it's great that I can switch around, but I was, I was finding myself a bit lost. Like, wait, what's happened in this specific thread? Um, and that's completely on my, like, it's great that it addresses that the downside me being confused, but that's completely on my fault. I just need to go back to the flow chart and read a bit longer as opposed to just trying to jump around so quickly, which is almost the exact same thing he's mentioning, but there's, there's another example there. Um, Uh, I really liked how mass effect did weapons in the first one with cooldown periods and you could like do different stuff to like make the cooldown period longer and do more damage or like maybe get two shots off like you could alter weapons a little bit more and then they Did added they cl- cooldown the whole time no they added clips later on Oh, okay which okay. I, like it like there was a whole sciencey reason behind it and, or whatever it's like shaving off little pieces of metal and shooting them out at a high speed or blah blah whatever the fuck it was i can't even remember now but at the end of the day you're picking up ammo for laser guns lame <laughs> really fucking right. lame well mass effect kind of got more and more like standard shooters yes they did so obviously yeah um yeah i'm trying to think of an example that isn't like really similar to what he just mentioned mm. um i guess one kind of similar i remember in um Need for Speed Most Wanted, the second one. Mm-hmm. So like the like the most recent Most Wanted title because yep. it had you know there's two Most Wanted games. They had the open world kind of aspect and challenges that Burnout Paradise had, which was great. But the only way to like do them was to like set up these playlists. Mm. Uh, so it was like, oh great, you're doing more Burnout Paradise stuff, but you're like limiting how frequently I can do what I'm wanting to do. This is weird. And I understand the idea is like, well, you know, when you go online, now you can play like two challenges, a race and two time attacks or something. And we'll just give them to you one after the other. And that's fast and fluid and great. But what if I only want to do just one of them? I remember being quite frustrated with that. So there's another example. And I guess uh, if the pattern continues, I get to do then PD numbers. Uh. Matthew writes in. Uh <clears throat> The Xbox One sold, so I guess this is for April. Xbox One sold 187,000. PlayStation 4, 174,000. Okay. Wii U, 43,000. Mm-hmm. 3DS, 116,000. Wow. That, oh, but the new one the came new out. The new one came out, didn't it? Yes. That's right. Vita TV, 2.5,000. Speaking <laughs> of which, that the Vita TV has been 40 bucks for the last week down here. Really? I almost, I almost picked one up because it's like 40 bucks, sure. But then I was like, I have no use for this thing at all. You should have though. Like I like but like I was thinking like I should have it just to have it but the, see the difference between me and John is I don't I'm not going to soon have a museum right. to collect all these things in. It'll just go in a box. Right. 
Like, it's like, what am I going to use the Vita TV for? Okay, I can place some Vita games on my big screen TV. That's great. What do I feel like blowing up? What am I playing on my Vita? Oh, I'm playing, like, Ollie Ollie Binding of Isaac. Oh, wait, I have those on my PS4, so why don't I just play it on my ps4 right okay what what can i not play uh vlr i'm playing a lot of vlr right now but i like laying in my bed or playing it on the train why do i want to sit in front of my tv and read a bunch of text answer is you don't <laughs> exactly i was tra- i was straining being like do i have a, do i have any use for this <laughs> at all no i i don't yeah i don't have two tvs set up anywhere like okay uh, these last three numbers are hilarious <laughs> What is the mojo? I'm not sure. M O J O. It's an acronym. Mojo sold 27. I'm sure we'll is that just hear about it. Is that just like like literally 27? Like not yes. 27. That's amazing. That's literally 27. The, I th- the, but it says the shield. The shield 33. That can't be. That's way too low. That's got to be the bigger. Nvidia that's shield. The Nvidia shield is like a thing. Is it? People don't talk about it anymore though. I could see 33 no might be just, right. I don't know, man. Ouya sold three. I could see that. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that number seems a bit high if you ask me. But again, like 3,000, like, okay, maybe. I don't, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. XB3D. What is this? XB- Xenoblade 3D. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. Uh, less than 75,000. Okay. Mortal Kombat X, more than 1.25 million. Uh, PS4, approximately 58.7%. Cool. That's probably because their PC version of it was kind of broken for the first couple days, or at least the first day. Okay, he puts DS2. Is that Dark Souls 2? I would assume so, yeah. Because Dark Souls 2, approximately... That new version came out. Oh, okay, there you go. 105,000... Uh, PlayStation 4 was approximately 51%. Xbox One, approximately 42%. MLB The Show 15, more than 120,000 for PS4. Hmm. Wow. That's Holy smokes. People love the, that series. I have never played it because I don't like uh, baseball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. You are. Uh, Mario Party 10, unfortunately, <laughs> sold w- way too much yeah. at 64,000. That's really sad. That's a that is a lot of that is a lot of sad kids. Yeah. Uh Bloodborne, uh eighty-three thousand. Uh I'm a Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze Limited Edition? Less than five hundred thousand? Lifetime to date. Lifetime to date. There we go. Okay. Lifetime to date. Less than five hundred thousand. Okay. That game's good. Cool. All right. Next question comes from Ryan Lee, or Ryu Zenmaru, I guess, on Twitter. (laughs) With Heroes of the Storm reaching beta, it's actually out on open beta now, by the way, do you think the community will be like other MOBAs, such as Dota and League? No, for one big reason. You can't do all chat to the other team, so you can't berate your own team members by telling the other team that this, like this Diablo is fucking terrible or whatever. The other team can't make fun of you through the chat and there's no voice over IP thing in there. There's no voice. So it won't be that bad. That being said, it is a video game where you play with other people. So it will still be a video game where other people can call you names if they want to (laughs) like in your team. 
but it won't be as bad sure. probably. And uh, last question I just pulled from... Oh, right. Sorry, I thought it was a double question again. <laughs> no, this is the last question. I just pulled it from the chat. Uh, if you could give one piece of advice to a younger you from five years ago, what would it be and why? And this is by Junkie GS, yes. by the way. Five years ago. Okay. Um, all right, got the time period. What would I do? Um, go to a different university. <laughs> um... What else? What else? Uh, I would have probably told myself to be more social at university. Oh, were you? That was basically not too much. No. Mm. Um, And I'm a lot more social now, uh, having moved down here uh, and being in a college town, basically. Yeah. uh, And just seeing like the change in that was like, yeah. So I guess a lot of these are are, the advice is is a good time for me because I was going to university. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, I cannot stress enough. Be as social as possible. Man, I was dumb. What else? Uh, one piece of advice. What is it? May 2015, so that would be May roughly summer-ish. 2010. 2010. 2010, yeah. I would just tell myself it's going to get better. Don't worry about it. That was a bad time, 2010. That was a bad year. 2010. 2010 was a great year for movies, though. Yes, Dude, you're right. It 100, was. 100, 127 hours. Toy Story 3, King's Speech, Kick-Ass. Kick-Ass came out. <laughs> Kick-Ass is great. I love great. that movie. Yeah, it's great. Kick-Ass is so good. It is. I oh, agree with you. Switch to Kryptonite? Oh, so good. <laughs> I literally, during that scene, yeah. the fire scene, yeah. was like freaking out in my seat in the theater. It was so cool. It was so good. And I so went good. home, and the next morning, found that scene online and watched it like 10 times in a row. Because it was so cool. I have never had super depressing a movie though experience. <laughs> it is super depressing, but just how cool it was and the music was perfect. I've never had a better movie going experience. It was really good. Than, yeah. Than that. Than that scene from Kickass. It's so cool. Yeah. Um. I guess. Yeah. That's that's about it. Uh. Okay. What's uh my game of the week is a VLR by default. What's your <laughs> game of the week? I guess my game of the week is Dungeons and Dragons. That was fucking Dungeons great. There you go. All right. Yeah. Um, again, if people want to send in questions for next week, uh, it's top down perspective at gmail.com, uh, at TDP podcast on Twitter or, uh, the Facebook group, just search top down perspective. Uh, we'll be back next week. I don't, I doubt John will. Um, yeah, I'm not sure he will either. So I, yeah, I don't know what his schedule is like, but, uh, hopefully we'll see you guys then. Yes. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Bye.